What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Chrissy Chaos. Today, we have a great guest, a good friend. Um, he's brought a man with him who looks like the gay Moa Ammer um, <laughs> from the hit show Moa. Air. Yeah, yes. We have Tampa Tony sitting off, uh, sitting on camera with uh, no microphone, uh, my USA jacket, and a half drank cup of coffee with his state of the art compression socks. You have me, Chris Stefano, AKA Chrissy Chaos, um, here sitting there with uh, wearing New Balance sneakers and a New Balance shirt, even though they don't sponsor me. And I don't know why I'm dressed like Team New Balance, but I am. And then we have our guest who's wearing a beautiful canary yellow shirt, <laughs> whose hair plugs are on fleek today, who looks like he's put on about 15 pounds of pure beefy muscle right in time for Pride Month, Fleet Week, July 4th. We are ready. It's a white boy summer. Mateo Lane, folks. Hey. Hey, Mateo. Thank you. My hair plugs do look good. No, first of all, let me I tell you something. I don't know so if it looks good or it's just getting thick. No. But I'm happy that I just have hair. Well, you're getting thick literally from head to toe. You, ha you, have, you have the thick hair, and now you've put on a great deal of muscle, and you look good. And tell us how you did it. So I hired a trainer. His name is Diamond Bale. Uh, he's from Australia. Oh. He's one of these people that looks scary and like he's going to eat rocks, but he's very gay and Australian. And like okay. a typical conversation with Damon, I'll be like, hey, Damon, how was your week? And I'll be like, I think my dog is sick and I'm really upset about it. Like he's <laughs> yeah. so cute. But he, I see him five days a week. Okay. He wrote my diet. So I have my meals shipped to me frozen. Okay. And I just stay on it. I was bulking between December and maybe beginning of April. Right. So even in my special, I'm looking at myself. I'm like, oh, I'm a little... I was, I'm, now I'm like shredding down. Oh, but on your special, you thought you looked too big or too skinny? Too big. Too big. Not too big, like muscular. I was a little soft looking. I was like, that's all no. right. I was just bulking, you know? No, you go. So, so now you're in a phase where you're going from the bulk to the shred. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, now, yeah. It, what do you guys use in the gay community? Do you still use poppers for that? No, to that's shred? for anal. Usually. God. I'll teach you okay. about the bees and the bees later. But, yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Poppers are great. I love poppers. Yeah. My dad loves poppers as well. Have you done poppers before? Dad, you don't have a microphone, so uh, just speak it to Mateo's microphone. <laughs> only one, the only poppers I know is my granddaughter. She calls me Pop-Pop. She calls you Pop-Pop. Right. <laughs> yes. But I just want to be clear. My my children, his granddaughters are not on poppers. He is dressed like a bottle of Rush today, so yes. I could see yes. it, actually. No, this, he wanted, I told him we're doing a Pride episode, and he put on a USA jacket because he... You know, we're all we're all one. We're all one, baby. Hey, now, sure. here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. Here's here's a fun fact about Mateo Lane. Is one, um, he has you. You have synesthesia, right? Yeah, I do have synesthesia. Synesthesia. So, what that is for the folks at home that don't know, and Mateo, you can correct me if I'm wrong. What it is is you see numbers and shapes and music notes in colors, which I personally think uh, is probably the one of the gayer. Uh, conditions I've ever heard of is just seeing <laughs> things in colors is 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 designed for a gay man, and I think personally, and I've been talking about this a lot now, is I think with our country being so divided as it is, I really do think we should have different presidents for our different groups, and I want to nominate you, or you would have my full backing to be the president of the gays. Um, that no, I we'll leave that to share. Okay, she'll do a better job. They'll well, be more appreciative of it. Well, she could be the president of the lesbians. I want to be, have a No, no, no. That would be like Katie Lang, Melissa Etheridge, Sarah yeah. McLaughlin. Just the Sarah McLaughlin commercials could run for president. For <laughs> yeah, just that. Yeah. So just the dog one. Okay. So because, but do you like the idea of having different presidents for different groups? 
Um, so like, but would the presidents all have to get together and yes. like discuss things? Yeah, it's still a council. And Isn't that what they tried doing with the Senate? Yes, but I want for specific groups. Like, there's a president of the gays, there's a president of the blacks, there's a president of the whites, there's a president of the Chinese, there's a president of the trans community, there's a president this for is a kids. Lot of presidents. I know, but I think we have to try it. I don't think the one guy is working. I think we just need one president, and it should be a lesbian. Right. Yeah. That'll probably solve a lot. You of You think our that's problems. what it is? I think right. so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people. I know people at home are saying, "Well, that could have been Hillary Clinton," <laughs> but but I don't think Hillary Clinton's a lesbian. I think I think I think the gayest president. Well, they say that Abraham Lincoln was. Yeah, he like shared a bed with. Did I learn this from you? Probably. I watched because I watch your history Thank channel, you. which is so good, by the way. You like that? It's really yeah. I, I I like watched a bunch. You know how YouTube like feeds you one thing mm -hmm. and then you just go to the next and next. So it was probably yeah. a week I was just watching you. Well, I'm stopping it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I, I don't creatively. I don't want to do it anymore. Okay, got uh, it. No, I'm kidding. Lady Gaga. Uh, I'm kidding. I'll do it. Uh, I I no, I'm gonna do it. I'm I'm gonna do um I'm gonna do um two a month now instead of every month. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to. I'm trying to, moving forward with life, streamline everything. Main, well, I'm trying to mainline everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> um, Dad, you ever made? Would you before it's all said and done, Dad? Mateo, just give him, just put the mic to his mouth. Uh, be yes. careful because okay. the way you grab that is. Are you? Would do you think you would mainline heroin one time before you die? Never. Okay. What if I? What if? You, what if you? What if I said the doctor said you have five days to live because of the way you've been eating lately? Would you mainline, or what would you want to try once before you die? Mateo is right here. Uh, what would I like to try? <laughs> one, one time. One time, seriously, before you die, you have five days to live. What's one thing that you'd like to try before you die that you're too scared to try, knowing that you have potential life ahead of you? Uh, what I, go skiing off a big mountain. You want to go skiing off a big mountain? Yes. That's the one thing you try. Well, I only have five days of lips. So I don't want. I want to waste a day. So okay. <laughs> what a so you want to you want to ski? I want to ski. Yes. I mean, we could do that now. Your legs. People have been saying too. By the way, uh, have been asking if you have prosthetic legs because you do have legs that look fake. <laughs> well, they're very. Sh do you shave your legs? They're very shiny. No, I don't shave. No. We're hairless men. Are you hairless? Do your legs have hair? No, we, no, we don't. I don't have any hair on my arms. He doesn't. He's you know he's seventy five years old. He's a hairless. He's like a sphinx. God, all right, work. Okay, so the first first thing I do, I go skiing. Skiing? Right. Yes. I, go, I, I would go to uh, Africa. <laughs> okay. I, I, you know how you run with you the know, whole you, continent? You know how you run with the bulls? I'd be running, I'd be running with the uh, elephants and everything. Okay, thank God. Because I you were going to say I was been running with the Africans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say that. I can't say that. Can that's what do you know? It's fine. So you want to go to Africa, then you want to go ski. You want to go skiing, and then go to Africa is day two. I want to go long Mount, flight. Mount Rushmore. I want to go to. Oh, nice USA jacket. These are all possible. You can do this before you have five days to live. You could do this in a week. You, you, you could go skiing, see Mount Rushmore, and find an elephant. You don't. You don't, you don't know my wife. Okay. <laughs> so okay. So Mount Rushmore, skiing, Africa. It sounds like you just want to get out of the house. You're like, I'd love to go to CVS. Uh, I'd love to see a movie. Uh, let's see what else would I want to Anal? Would you try have a gay experience? My it wife, is Pride my Month. My wife calls me anal, so I don't know. So <laughs> your legs, your legs look fake. Um, let's go back. Yeah, um, I'm gonna get him new shoes too. I'm gonna get him New Balance sneakers. Um, yeah, I'll give you the money. Um, okay, so Mateo, let's get back to synesthesia. Oh yeah, synesthesia. synesthesia. I see color with numbers, letters. 
music and and like you know words and stuff so like reading like words and stuff is so and color. you were born like that like you just thought everybody else was oh, seeing yeah. everything in color well, that's that's the crazy that's thing amazing brain is that <laughs> thank you um i i i didn't i guess i i i remember being in third grade and going over division okay we were learning division and all i could see was like because when you put the division sign up, this side of it is dark red and the rest of it is yellow. Okay. And all I was seeing was color. And I was really bad at math. You would think it would make me better at math. And then when I was 18, I remember I was listening. I was in college. And I was listening to a song. And I just said it. I never. I just was so normal to me. Like, it is like the sky is blue. Yeah. You just don't. You think everyone does. And I just said, I'm like, oh, you guys. I was with my friends. I was like, you know how, like. When you listen to music, you see color, and then my and everyone's like, "What?" And then my friend Ernest is like, "Oh, that's called synesthesia, Mateo." And I was like, "What?" And then I looked it up, and then I took this test. Wow. These people were doing a synesthesia test where they give you letters and numbers. This is like an hour-long test, and every color on the spectrum. They'll eventually ask you each letter number three times, but they just flash it at you. Okay. And then you have to click the color you see, and I got a ninety-nine percent. Wow, Isn't that crazy. So, so right now, like, do you ever see like your comedy in colors, or like, is it just I, actually when I put my list out, I do. Like when I put my list out, like uh, you know, when you like are writing out your hour, sure, it's like the first part of it, second part of it. Like I could tell you in my hour right now, like the first part of it, if it was on yeah. the list, would be gray, then it would be white, then it would be green, and then it would be yellow. Wow. And so, is it only? Do you really only see in in? gray white like there's no, no fun you like, see like in like eastern germany colors like i feel like you're seeing in like east berlin in like, like soviet union gray white i okay here's my numbers <laughs> ready anything fun zero is gray one is white two is red three is green four is yellow five is dark blue six is dark orange seven is like purple eight is almost black but i guess blue nine is orange but a brighter orange than six and then 10 goes gray again but each 20 30 40 they all so all the 20s are a version of red because okay. my twos are red so do you find, too, I feel like I also saw when I was doing a little research on synesthesia that people who have that, it makes it's much easier for you to to learn new languages. And you uh, can yeah. speak so many different languages yeah. because you can identify words and colors and match them. Yes, because I, I, I learned Italian, obviously, younger, but it's like learning Spanish. I remember learning Spanish and French that I would literally hear the same colors as I would in Italian and know what they're saying. Wow. So you, I, that's how I learned language so quick. I'm, I think, or maybe I just have a knack for languages. I don't know. Do you ever? Well, no. I mean, it's hard work too, and 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 you and you're, you're motivated by it, so that's part of it. But but it is interesting. Do you ever think like? Well, I guess it's a hard question because you don't know what it like. We don't. None of us have that, right? Anybody have that? Yeah, I was gonna say. I I wonder what it would be like if it was taken away from me. How much it actually is in my life? Like days of the week, months, like the sh parts of your body have. Like I'm trying to like, really. What color is your when you think of uh, your chest? What color is it? It's a yellow. This is okay. yellow. The back is a dark red. What about genitalia? Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, sorry. We're not talking about dating. No, um, I meant what color do you see? Yeah. No, is it all pink the on the inside? The front. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm a bottom. Yeah. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the front, the front is, is a shades of yellow and the back is shades of red. Sh so the front is shades of yellow. The back is shades of red. Okay. And then what about um, your feet? What color are your feet? I don't know, actually. I don't th think I have a color for the feet. It pretty much stops at here. Yeah, I feel like literally you, I, you know, again, because, you know, you, you know my family. You've come over. We've talked about this. You've cooked amazing meals. You're going to come over to the new house to Staten Island, and, and we're going to have fun. To we're going to have an island. We're going to have a nice pool party. And Vito? Yes, 100%. Okay. Whatever, whatever you like. Uh, if I literally, first of all, my kids are obsessed. We, they just saw The Little Mermaid yesterday. Is, I, can we hire you to come over as Poseidon? 
Uh, I'd prefer Ariel, but sure. Come yeah. over for Ariel. I we'll can. get you a little black face. Also, it's King Triton. Sorry. Oh, yes, right. It is King Triton. I call him Poseidon because I'm very into Greek mythology at the moment. Shout Greek, out to Daily the Greeks, Stoic. The Greek mythology is wild. Um, yeah, I, um, I'm seeing Little Mermaid this Thursday with my boyfriend. Oh, wow. New news. I know. Is, is it, is it um, gay Mo Ammer? In the back? Uh, it is. It's Chris. Chris and I are Chris, dating. Yeah, I love Chris, by the Chris, way. Chris, don't tell your girlfriend. Yes. But uh, Chris, are you gay <laughs> as well? Oh, no, okay. All right. right. So it's, um, oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's, my guy's in Mexico. He lives in Mexico City. Wow. He's I love hot. it. Here, I'll is show he, you. Is he uh, in a cartel? Uh, yes. And I'm That'd not be hot. I'm not supposed to talk about it, but. Um, Would that be a turn on or a turn off for you if you had a, a, a uh, your boyfriend was. I don't think I'd Oh, I, did, didn't I meet, did I see him? I think I showed you the other day. Uh, yes, you showed me the other day, this guy. Yes, he is, I like this man a lot. He looks like a, um, he looks, no, he does. He looks like a, like he could be like a famous actor your or something. Your dad is so afraid you're gay. <laughs> he just said, uh-oh. Now is Like this... that one photo's going to turn Chris gay. Right. <laughs> My now, boyfriend it, will turn. Actually, my boyfriend probably would turn you gay. He's yeah. got that kind of energy. Why the hell not? Is this you guys in Mexico City? Yes, that's us wow. in Mexico City. And that's when we were walking home, and he was a little tipsy. And then I said, uh, oh, don't fall. And he goes, I will never fall. <laughs> I'm a dancer. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes. let's relax. Nice. He wants, <laughs> I, when he Very came, fun and gay. When he came to New York, do you want to know the number one thing he wanted to see? Yes. He wanted to see CVS. Really? They he's don't like, have I, CVSs there? No, he's like, I really want to go see a CVS. I'm like, oh, okay. So, like, I was, have you ever shown someone not from New York a CVS in New York City before? No, because I thought that, I, I honestly thought CVS was everywhere. No, it was a nightmare. He was like, can we go to another CVS? I'm like, it's all the same. Yeah, it's all. <laughs> but what, because what is his equivalent of CVS in Mexico City? I don't know. La Ciudad de Mexico. La I just went to Mexico City last week. It was so nice. With, with him? This was a week ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you find that, because the news will tell us that Mexico City isn't safe, but do you find that Mexico City is safe? I thought it was really safe. Yeah, yeah it's right. such a beautiful time. It, it felt like liars. New Orleans. Like people were outside eating at cafes, very green. Everyone was really nice. I went to New good. Orleans two months ago and I saw a guy with a wooden leg. He's there. He's yeah. also in Mexico City. But they do do illegal shit. Like they're just selling puppies in the park. I'm like, what? Yeah. You know what you I mean? Can't like, do that. Can you no. Can you imagine walking through Washington Square Park and people are like, puppy for sale? You'd be like, yeah. seconds you'd hear. I guess, I guess it's better than heroin. Though, true. That the is leg. true. That's what's mostly going on now. But it was part. it was nice. It's nice to like connect with yeah. my Mexican culture. It's nice to like speak yeah. Spanish. I don't know. I it's, I'm, I'm enjoying. Do you it. think that he's offended by Puss in Boots from uh, <laughs> Shrek and the other movies? Like I was wondering if I was a Mexican man, if I'd be upset by Puss in Boots. I don't. Is Puss in Boots Mexican? I've never seen Puss in Boots. Is it Puss in Boots? Is it? Is well, he I know. Spanish? I thought it was like Zorro. Oh, he's from Spain. I don't know. Some is he Spanish or I, Mexican? Puss in Boots is Mexican. Are we Vito? Are we? Puss in Boots is a Spaniard. Okay. And who cares about the Spaniards? Right. Yeah. Let's. I want to invade Spain. I want to take. I think now that we're the superpower, the United States. I don't care what people say. We are. We have all the guns. We should go and <laughs> invade. We should go and invade these other countries. You know, the Spanish were very bad. The Invincible Armada, the Spanish Inquisition was not nice. No. The British were not nice. No. We've been the only good superpower so far. Let's so, not say things we can't yeah. take back. <laughs> yeah. So I want to go invade these countries. I want to go invade Spain. Oh. Um, but, Mateo, first of all, I wanna, I, I'm, I'm happy to have you on because we're talking about synesthesia, which is, which is amazing. Colors and I'll all answer that. all your questions. I feel you're very fascinated I'm by fascinated this. I'm fascinated by it because cause I wonder, like... I wonder if I was able to have your brain for a day. Well, he if would I, really hate that. Oh my! I know. Yeah. Imagine. And imagine, with, your, with if him walking around the gate. No. <laughs> ma imagine. Imagine what he clean up. I know. 
imagine you get I'm you for a day and he thinks I'm straighter. He's like, oh, I, I thought you were gayer before. <laughs> Finally, you're cured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and um and so, but I wonder, like, if, if that, like, it would freak me out that, like, because right now I don't see. Uh, first of all, I don't see color at all because I'm not a racist. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, Mateo has a racist brain that all does is see color. I know all my numbers and letters are all colors. Yeah, you racist pig. <laughs> um, so, so, but I wonder if, like, it would be too much, too overwhelming. It, it's so, like, you, you're a type of brain, and, 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 and you know, we have a, a, a thing like synesthesia. It makes me think, like, there's no way we're all, like, that equal stuff. It's, we're not. We don't even have all have equal brains. The fact that you literally see something, you hear colors and see colors. I've, I've, you know, seen things on, like, people are geniuses. They, that's how they can remember all these numbers because it's like colors and like they see things in smoke. Sometimes. I have a good memory and a great memory. Yeah. Have you ever taken a genius test for real? No, because I almost failed high school. Yeah, but so that doesn't I'm, like, matter. Just, any test I'm horrified of because I failed math. I failed like, I was, like that really doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. I also Bill, didn't show up to class. Bill Gates dropped out. Michael Jordan got cut from his uh, varsity basketball team. There's all these things. You c might be a genius. I wouldn't say that. I can think we, I'm. I, I don't know. I think you might be because because I I, I don't I don't know that it, I I know it sounds cool, but I don't know that it affects my life in such like an overwhelming way. Maybe I'm just so used to it. That's what I'm saying. But because it's like your memory, part of being a genius is memory, and I bet you have the best memory of almost anybody I know because you because you're you know how like when they say a good memory trick is to like you know if you can't remember someone's name like you kind of associate i have done that before where it's like someone's like i don't know their name but i know it starts with an e because it's green and green is e is the only green that i see and they're like you're like it's eric i was like i knew it i knew it started with i knew it was something with an e but that's what i'm saying you your brain does it naturally like right. you don't have to take that extra step that we all have to take which makes us more dumb you <laughs> i want to study your brain man you can study it. Uh, I, yeah, I wish let me I, get married first and then cut me up and study it. Well, he's almost gone. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> s s can you Google synesthesia questions or do we have no internet? Oh, we have no internet. God, I love this studio. We have no internet, but we absolutely have Taylor Swift fans are wearing adult diapers to concerts yes, to avoid missing any song. That's the gayest thing I've ever read in my entire life. The dumbest excuse to, you're going to wear a diaper to, to hear a Taylor Swift song? Grow up. You, you don't like Taylor Swift. Not I a don't fan of not like Taylor Swift, but I, well, that picture is making me not a fan. I don't know. I just, I don't get it. You know what I mean? It doesn't, right. this doesn't speak to me in any way, shape, or form. I'm certainly not going to crap my pants so I can hear her sing. Sing. Who, who is a singer or a, a performer you would wear a diaper for? Not uh, sexually. Like if Maria Callas came back to life. Who's I'd Maria Callas? She's an opera singer. Okay. Actually, history. You would love her. Her life is very interesting. Does she have anything to do with like Nazis or anything like evil well, in, in World her history? Well, in World War II, she was okay. in Greece. And when and Italy and Germany were occupying Greece, okay. she would have to sing to the Italian and German soldiers to keep her family alive. And she would do that? Yeah. And, she, and they did not kill anyone in her family? No, because the Italians wanted opera. So the only way to keep her family alive and give them food so they didn't starve to death was the opera. Right. So the Italians kept the Greek opera alive. And she did all the plays and learned Italian and did right. all of it for them. Do you do you think in in Italy cuz I know you're American born but oh, we you have to talk about Sicily. We're going to talk Oh yeah, we're going to talk we're going to talk about Parlare di Sicilia, ma dai. Rice ball. <laughs> so Arancino. Yes, we're going to talk about Matteo's rice balls, dad. Yeah. Um and Arancini balls. They they we're going to get to it, but the thing is with Italy, do you think in you know, cuz you're very close with the Italian culture. 
you know, like in America now, what's happening is like it, they're very like we're not really you can't like be open about being like proud to be an American because of all like right. It's the, sort of like uh, yeah, they're, they're so. like oh my god, of this country, you know, and which I'm is like, very it's a, that is a, in a sense that is very American to criticize, right? Do you know what I mean? To right. Be, to criticize your country, I mean, in a sense, you're saying you're not proud of something while being proud saying it, right? You just right. flexed your pecs while you listened to me say that. I just I, I just wanted to I just wanted to uh, just you know. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that they're there. Yeah, I just wanted to show you. Yeah, I wanted to show you great. that I've also been trying to work. Um, so W E R K. Yes. Yeah. So so I I um. But do you think that Italians are proud to be Italians? Yes. Because even though they fought on the wrong side of World War II, do people just not even talk about that over there? They don't talk about it. But didn't they switch at one side? They did. Yeah, they're bisexual. Right. So, yeah, they're little pansexual. Little trannies. Well, it is a, it is a, it is a high heel kicking a soccer ball. It so is. that is yes. very, like, pan. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know. I've never heard the Italians talk about World War II. Italians are very proud people, proud of their country. Yeah, I mean, they, if you, th I was watching the history of uh, macaroni and cheese yesterday. I like that show, Weird History. Yo, I and, love Weird History. Great then, YouTube channel. It's, it's such a good YouTube channel. And then today I was watching a history of French toast. And really? they were, or just toast noodle, but they were talking about French toast. Both recipes originated in ancient Rome. Really? They would take bread, they would slice it up, they would put egg on it and toast it. In ancient Rome, like God, even amongst all the things that the Italians have brought the world, right. like fucking French, French toast. toast too. French, the Romans were dry cleaning in like two thousand years ago. They were somehow figured out dry cleaning. It's yeah, unbelievable. Some of the gestures that they still use in Italy come from ancient Rome. Like, like you know, when they're taught, like close boy, like what do you want? They like, was doing that for, in ancient Rome. Yeah, they all they say, <laughs> that this, one you think was this one? Fucking ancient Rome. That's fuck you. Yeah, yeah. This is forget about what it. What about the middle finger? That still means fuck you, yeah. But no, I was saying, you think that was ancient Rome? No, I don't know where the middle finger came from. Right. <laughs> we don't have the internet. It's like we're in the 90s again. Yeah. But this we is fun. Sort of I like it. This, this happened to me, not here, but uh, in New Year's Eve, um, we were at, um, it was with my family, and we were at a, uh, a hotel, and the power went out, and the hotel that we were staying, it had, book, it had books in the room. So what we did is what people yeah, the used Book to, of Mormon, yeah, the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where you converted. Yeah, yeah. It, mein Kampf. Yeah. Um, and, so, <laughs> and, so, and, so, and so it had, the, we had these books and me and Jasmine sat and we took turns reading to the children and even Violet, who was at that point was, she's, she's about to be two now. She was like a year and a half. So like even like more, like less interest, even, you know, she had no... She would never sit still, nothing, didn't even watch cartoons yet. They all three kids sat and just listened to us read things they didn't even understand. Kids like communication. They like feeling a part of something. Right. And the part the problem with technology is that it separates you from yes. people around you. So it's more individualized. The iPad, it's you and the iPad. It's not you and somebody else. Right. So I remember being a kid and my mom would read to us every single night, like Dr. Seuss and stuff. And my brother, sister, and I are all I'm we, you know. I'm 36, my sister's 37, my brother's 38. So we're like little ducklings. We're all in a row. Did your mom and dad just go boom, boom, boom? Yeah, and then my dad had to get a bisectomy. It was enough. I right. Was, there was like, we can't, you know, my mother was very easy. Just to get three pregnant. in a row. Back. And, everyone and my brother and sister are Irish twins. Irish twins. And then also another fascinating thing that we'll get to is all you, your brother, sister, and most of your cousins, everyone's gay, right? Uh, not my sister, but my my brother's gay and my cousin's gay. Right, but but I'm saying there's there's a, it's, it's a strong cor gay correlation yes, in the family. My, we think that my grandpa's brother, my Mexican grandpa's brother, was gay okay yeah. okay yeah so no it's so just that was the 50s but he wore you know women's hair salon and was, you couldn't do it very interesting 
Yeah. By the way, I just want to say this real quick, and this, and I mean this as a compliment, but I think if they ever did a live action version of a Shrek, you would be a great Puss in Boots. Really? I, I think so, I because don't... you could play that Mexican thing, and you're like, you give me Antonio Banderas vibes. I do? A little bit, yeah. But handsome, like, good... Vintage Antonio Banderas. But then do I have to be a cat like, you know, cats on Broadway, like look like I have hep C? No, I think I want you to... podge on my face? I want you to bring your puss to life the way that you always well, envisioned you, you would. you should see me in bed. I, <laughs> yes. I get my pussy popping. Um, so, but, but, um, so, yeah. So, but I, oh, so what I was saying is yes. I think kids like connection like the feeling of being like my mom would read us these dr seuss books and i just remember loving so much like leaning up against my mom watching her t t speak mm -hmm. and turn the pages and stuff and i don't know it, it, i think that is probably more attractive to kids than a shiny ipad because you're, you're you're a part of something now do you and your i know it's very early on but do you and your boyfriend think you guys might want children down the I road i do not want kids you do not because i, no. it, I, I to me and again it's your life you do what you want but to me i always I, I, you know, being around you, you'd be such a good parent. I'd be a great mother. Right. I would be such a good mom. You'd yeah. be a good Italian mom. They all, Do you know what you it know. is, though? Like, I'm 36. I've just, I'm not, I like my life the way it is. Right. And I'm not, I need to be a hundred You word for that, selfish. Yeah, but you know what? No, I'm kidding. At least I'm selfish without a kid. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know what I mean? Because if I have a kid, I'm just selfish with a kid. No. I would, I would be like mommy, mommy dearest or something horrible. They write a book about me. Like, I don't know. I, I can't handle it. I don't. I did not have a good childhood in the sense that, like, my my parents raised me well, but I was so made fun of and hated, and you know, high school and middle school, like that era right. of my life, that I was. I don't. That to me, it wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to bring someone else into this world right. to experience that. And I know everything's better now, but it's like. But what I'm happens if you're gonna have a gay kid? Partner wanted a named kid. Named Liza Minnelli. Yeah, that that First that name. is the only name. Yeah, Liza Minnelli. What is um what what if your partner wants to have a child though? Um, would you is that a deal breaker if your partner wants to have a child and you don't? I mean, we're definitely not even there yet. But no, that's if, what I said. If it's I'm early on. in love, I don't I I don't think I want kids. Mm -hmm. I, I and I make you know I I think anyone who says I don't want kids, the response should be good. Good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's enough people having kids that should not have kids, and it's like yeah. I, I'm I'm leaving a a. a carbon fingerprint instead of a footprint yes. and i'm just gonna live my life and and do the best that i can well, i just think you're a good caretaker but that doesn't but mean i'm a good caretaker to yes. to like my sister's daughter my cousin's so you're good uncle stuff yeah right. uh, my cousin's kids because they're like my brothers and sisters their kids call me uncle right yeah i think Aunt. um i think too you know i've been doing a lot of um i read this book shout out ryan holiday i read this book called the daily dad which is about it was Marcus Aurelius, another great Roman. Um, all the Italian, all right. I mean, it, most of it comes from Italy. I mean, I know there's Greeks too, but the Italians and the Ro well, the Romans are. But the Romans are not only Italian. The Romans are an amalgamation. That's true. Of it people. was most of Europe, North Africa, right. uh, Middle East. Yeah. But a lot of this stuff came from Rome. But you know, they talk about even back then, two thousand years ago, about like you said, connecting with the child because yes, they didn't, obviously nobody had the internet or tablets back then, but they had a bunch of distractions. And they also didn't know how to draw kids back then. What do you mean? If you ever look at old paintings of babies, they look fucked up. Maybe that's what the babies look like though. There were no cameras. Maybe <laughs> I, babies just look weird. There's so much bad art. Like if you go into the yes. Metropolitan, like or the Met, you know, and you're looking around, like a lot of it's bad. It, a lot of it was like people just didn't know. My how dad to says draw. it every day. Yeah, He's really? like, there's so much bad art. Renoir, I remember my, everyone loves <laughs> Renoir, and I remember my my teacher, Marion Krishka, God rest his soul, he would bring us in 
because I went to the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, so we would just go to the museum because it was a part of the school, and we would look at Renoir's, and he was like, in front of all these tourists, he's like, you see this? It's fucking bullshit. That's what this shit is. Yeah. And I was like, God, I love you, Marion. Yeah. He'd, he'd go fishing on his lunch break, come back, smoke cigars, <laughs> chop up sausage for us, and scream at you if you ever used, uh, yeah. I think it was, uh, uh, he didn't like Cerulean Blue. Right. I never went fishing once. Dad, how come you never took me fishing? Even I went fishing. Why did you ever take me fishing? Fishing? Yeah, why did you ever... We, we never thought about going fishing. We played baseball, football, basketball. Fishing? Why are you nuts? Yeah, but I wanna... Did you like playing sports as a kid? No, I did it, I did it because my dad made me. Yeah, no choice. <laughs> well, now I do have a choice, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Let's turn this into an episode of Maury Povich. Yeah, I, I think that... I think that... Um, I did play a lot of sports, but I do now. Like, I want to take... Sometimes I feel because like... What shocks me is because you... Like, I hated sports because I hated the environment. The dads, mm -hmm. the coaches, the kids, they're so mean and homophobic. Right. But it's like, you know, you're like... A, a, you're a weird mix of, like, a sports guy and then total faggot. Yes. But, no, I'm kidding. You, but you're like a, you're like more... Sent, like, you're 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 empathetic. You're, you're yeah, passionate yeah. about art. And like, yeah. you, you know, you're a creative guy. So I'm curious, like, growing up in that environment, like... Were you comfortable in that like locker room environment, or how did you sort of, I would or the way you look, did that sort of just fool people? Well, no, I I think I think I was definitely comfortable, but I would certainly be made fun of a lot because of you know, resorting to comedy for everything, or like coming up with like weird stories or like weird things like we could do. So I was a bit more of an outcast, and what would make me uh, well, like in basketball, is the one that I focus on the most i was like oh the only way really to fit in here with these guys is i just have to be like try to be better than them i right, just right. have to like outwork them outperform them so that was a drive that i had to try to be like better than my teammates because i was like well then they'll respect me because if you know don't you find that comics like i was talking to rachel feinstein about this it's like when you think about us in high school like our brains are weird mm -hmm. and we were always a little thinking weird acting weird speaking weird you know like people would say things like are you a cartoon or like what's wrong with you and then but with comics i never feel that no like we'll just like go into bits and like say weird shit and i don't know it's weird that we're all a group of people that have yeah. weird brains and i'm happy now like you know like i want to tell you know my stepson is is 12 you know going to be 13 you know high school is just around the corner so i want to make sure that he knows too that like the best four years of your life may not be high school. And if they're not the best four years of life, that's actually a great thing. Yeah, if the best four years of your life is high school, like, oof. Well, that's the thing. Most people that I've met, if the best four years of their life were high school, they're probably now, um, you know, in late 30s, they're probably not doing as well now. Like, no, and for peaked. the past 15 years, they've not it's been It's not doing been that good. Well. Like, everybody that I used to look up in high school, like athletes and stuff, I mean, I'm sure that hopefully they're all happy and doing, but none of them are like, killing it they're all in like I, I other types of being so unpopular and i couldn't understand why the popular kids were so popular and then i'm like oh they were rich yes that's it that's they were what it is rich they had rich parents and big houses and that gave them confidence yeah yeah i think um i think that now i've been trying to lately be like okay you know 
HelloFresh, baby. America's number one meal kit. I love it. I use it. My family loves it. That is how we eat. We got summer coming up. They got great summer recipes. Everything's fresh. They got uh, bratwurst bar with caramelized onions, Dijon, uh, 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 Dijon slaw, pineapple relish, snack board with pretzel bites, spice bar nuts. They got hot honey peach jam. They got all summer fun right in your mouth. HelloFresh is a recipe for your success. No matter what your lifestyle is, if you're pescatarian, if you're a vegetarian, whatever, HelloFresh matches your needs, and they're awesome. And right now, if you go to HelloFresh.com slash chaos16 and use the code chaos16, you're going to get 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash chaos16. Use the code chaos16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. You get into an accident, a car accident, a work accident, things happen, a slip and fall, and now you're like, what do I do? How do I protect myself? What can I do? Well, you go to Morgan and Morgan. If you're ever injured, you check out Morgan and Morgan. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan and Morgan is so easy. It's more like using an app than hiring a lawyer. You submit a claim to Morgan and Morgan, and it's as easy as pretending you didn't see that 5 p.m. email from your boss. <laughs> but Morgan and Morgan saw it, and they're going to help you out. Submit a claim. It's as easy as kicking your friend with an Android off the chat once you see their text bubble comes up green, stupid. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is so easy, it's like offering a ride share after a night out. Or as easy as it should be, don't drink and drive. Boom, baby! Morgan & Morgan, over $15 billion recovered for clients. Morgan & Morgan has a proven track record of fighting to get you full and fair compensation. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. For more information, go to forthepeople.com slash chaos or dial pound law, pound 529, from your cell phone. That's F-O-R, the people.com slash chaos or pound law, pound 529 from your cell. This is a paid advertisement. This episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Summer's around the corner. Do you want to bring the heat in the bedroom? Well, we got the boners coming for you, baby. Blue Chew tablets are the best. They're made right here in the USA. They are prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. They have the same active ingredients as Viagra, Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, but in chewable tablets and a fraction of the cost. If you know me, I can't swallow pills. I can only chew. That's why Blue Chew is the one for me. You could be missing out on the best sex of your life. I want you to be rock hard for summer, just like me. And right now, we have a great deal for you. All you got to do is go to bluechew.com, use the promo code CHAOS, C-H-A-O-S, to receive your first month free. That's bluechew.com. For more details and important safety information, we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Put in that promo code CHAOS, BlueChew.com, promo code CHAOS. Thank you, Blue Chew, for keeping me rock. Babe, guess what? I got a brand new hour of stand-up material. I'm going to be doing the special in Atlanta in December. Those tickets are on sale soon, but come see it before I film it. We got the Borgata in August. We got Radio City sold out in New York, so we added the theater at MSG September 23rd. Still some tickets available for that. We've announced Irvine, California, Portland, Seattle, Las Vegas, Omaha, Nebraska, Kansas City, Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, Hammond, Indiana, Pittsburgh, Detroit, Columbus, New Haven, Connecticut, Providence, Salt Lake City. We're coming to you, baby, with more being added soon. ChrisDComedy.com for Tiki Wikis. I hope you guys are going to really like this hour. I think it's my best work. Come see it. We have a good time in the front row. If you buy tickets for the front row, I'll give you a kiss on the lips and a bag of my pubes. What things in my life am I, am I an autopilot with? What things in my life are quantity over quality? And as many things as I can, I want to be present for and be and be quality over quantity always, even if that means less money. Right. I'm trying to just like live within my means and do things. And I actually I'm, I'm happy we're here because I learned that in Italy. So when I went to Sicily, which Matteo was 
integral. And Mateo sent me literally like 20 voice memos of different things to do, different places to see, different foods to try. And rules, very specific rules. What yes. to call things, when to order things, when to not get things. It was how to find a good gelato place. It was the it was the it was the like best thing that I could have done when I'm traveling is have someone like Mateo, who knows this land better than anyone, and I. And the only thing that was better is Viator, which you can put in that <laughs> promo code "Hey Babe" and get a percentage off Viator for all your travel needs. Oh my God. Um, so, so, but the the voice memo. I was listening to your voice memos over and over to like remind myself like what to do, what not to do. So much that Jasmine was like, "Just tell me the truth." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jasmine's like, "All right, yeah, what's yeah. going on?" No, she would literally be standing there like you know in like a new bikini and I'm like hold on I'm listening to Mateo he's telling me about <laughs> where to get the best arancini in Palermo <laughs> yeah your tits look fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and so and so but what I learned there was and I'm trying to apply it to my real life is that they kind of embody at least the Sicilians that I met in Taramina and uh, Shaka I went to Palermo was beautiful was more like a big city it felt like New York and I was happy to see it but in Shaka and Taramina was more small town Sicilian vibes, like people have been living there for probably hundreds of years and and all that. And what I learned, what they really do, like they they work to live. They yes. don't live to work. They're like very so I asked one of the guys at the hotel I was staying at, and I said, What do you notice? Like what in tourists, like, is there anything that you notice like with all these different tourists coming in? Like, can you spot an American? Can that you are so white. Yes. <laughs> And, and no, he said, usually, he's like, here's the thing that I notice. He said, the people who come with the most bags, who have the most stuff, have the least fun. Oh, they always yeah. complain the most. Mm -hmm. They have the least fun. Mm -hmm. They do the least. Mm -hmm. He said, typically, one of the party, one of member of their party will get mad and want to leave and you know, try to read. He said, they have so much. but they, And he said it to me so simply. He was like, they have so much, but I feel like they have so little. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And then I, I think like now, because, you know, reading these daily meditations, this Marcus Aurelius stuff, it's like he talks about, he said something that I think applies to that, where he was like, you know, the, and I've said this before in the podcast, but he said the poor, poor people, it's not that they have too little, it's that they want too much. And I was like, wow. I was like, that's... That could be a little patronizing, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, come on. You got kids and you don't, you know. Uh, yeah, but are we saying fuck saying. the homeless? I that's what that that's how I interpret. That's that. what Marcus Aurelius meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, and but, I'm saying it here first. Yes, um, but no, but the the point why I'm bringing it up because you're so embodied, like you know, specifically Sicilian. Those when I got back from that trip, I like I there's something in me changed where I was like, what am I in this mad? These people are having so much fun. They love their life. They're not, you know, all millionaires. They're not none of them. I, I don't think I met one person who had any more like they were living normal and comfortable and they were the, not the, the chasing only, a dream the only problem is is it, yes there, there's the part of italy that is good is that not much has changed and they have yes you know really really strong traditions and they love their families and you know they're, yes. they're really beautiful parts about italy but the downside is like for example my friend francesco di carlo who's an amazing italian comedian he's really sort of like like you know hedging this like 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 movement of Italy comedy, like like a New Yorker is. Yes. Like he's trying, you know, because they don't really have stand up that way. What was his name? Francesco Di Carlo. I'm Very having funny. synesthesia. I'm seeing red, white, and green. <laughs> <laughs> Just flashing. <laughs> he he and I were talking about it, though. He's finally gonna come to America because he got. I think he got his visa, but he was like, "Well, well, well we're gonna verify that he won't." I do. You work should for, bring him here. I work for ICE, and okay. we're gonna make sure that he has all his proper paperwork. <laughs> 
Yes. But he said he was like, you know, the, the, yes, I love this part. Because I was saying, I wish, same like you, I wish I lived in Italy and it simplifies yeah. everything. Yeah. He was like, but you can't really follow your dreams. Right. He's like, you know, I don't have the opportunity to do comedy every night and that's all I want to do. He's like, so, you know, you have to remember like the, the country that because it romanticizes its past holds you back. Right. And I thought that, that there is a, a sense of that. Like if you are a big dreamer. Right. You know, we live in New York. Everyone here moved right. here for a specific reason. It's not like it's Cleveland. Like, right. there's a specific reason we moved here. So you're surrounded by big thinkers. And but I think, yes, but I think maybe like a balance of it is where, yes, he can't do, so if he wants to come to New York, he can live his dream. But I think like there's that saying too, there's no end to up, where it's like, you if you just keep going, like on like a treadmill of like life, then the goalposts are always going to get, keep pushing back. Like you have to know like really like what you want. I don't necessarily know no, that I from me yet. I but I feel like the Sicilians... Felt like they did. They felt like when I was talking to them, I was like, these people genuinely seem happy. Even with um, like a, we had a reservation and I and uh, we were going to be like 20 minutes late because, you know, Jasmine had to curl her hair and we were going to be 20 minutes late. And I said, just put a wig on. And, and I like that you think Jasmine brings wigs with yeah, her. I like, bring wigs with me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> and so, and so, and so. So I called down, and the guy was like, um, it's okay. He was like, it's okay. He's like, it's, it's Well, first of all, Italians are always late, so yeah. they're expecting well, you to be 20 minutes late. But that's what he said. He was like, it's okay. You don't have to be right on the minute. He, I mean, never forget. He said, you don't have to be right on the minute. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, so we're going to be like 20 minutes late. It's okay. We saved the table for you. And then so when I got down there, I was like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And he said to me, he was like, you know, when we reserve the table here for you, we reserve it. For you, we want you to have a good experience. We're not trying to get you, rush you out. Yeah. We're not trying to. And I was like, wow, what a different idea it is in America, where America, it's like, the, get out. it's money. It's ca which I'm, I'm all for capitalism. I'm, a, I love. No, I have three-hour dinners in Rome with yeah. my friends, and there's nothing better than sitting there for three and a half hours, and you're, you're hanging with the staff, and you're yeah. having smoke breaks, and yeah. you're ordering more food, and get amaro, and get digestivo, and get you know. Yes, it's like the best. And not everything like they're healthy and well, but it's not all like everything you have to do is health and wellness. Don't. No, because they, they, first of all, they, I learned this from Katie Parlow, who's a great Italian author, and she explained to me like the reason Italians separate all their foods into like. You know, your primi piatto, like which is like the pasta, and then mm -hmm. secondo, which is your meat, and then, you know, blah, 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 is because they are really concerned about digestion, and they're really concerned yeah. about, like, how to properly digest things, not just portion-wise, but, like, how it should. You don't, it doesn't really make sense to throw everything on a plate together. It right. makes sense to let your body take one thing at a time. And on top of that, you know, they don't allow GMOs and any of that stuff inside yes. their food. So their food is really rich in nutrients, and it doesn't have all the bad stuff for you. So if you get pasta made in America, the amount of chemicals that are put in our wheat cause people to feel tired and, and, and bloated. And if you eat pasta in Italy, you might feel full for a little bit, but then it goes away. And you don't have that lingering yes. well, feeling of, ugh. Like they said, like they said, you know, like I... I, we, everybody knows like you can eat and drink whatever you want in Italy and you wind up losing weight and it's right. a lot of because of the preservatives is there a place in let's say New York or anywhere you know in America where we can get the type of food that they actually sell in Italy Italy Rivalta is on 12th Street and Broadway and uh Piccola Cucina there's a there's three of them in the city and they make it they're all from Italy and they make the pasta the way Italians And do. so like I can eat that and I'll feel like I felt in Italy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Rebalta and what was the other one? Piccola Cucina. Piccola Cucina. The small kitchen. And then I saw you posted the other day this place that looked like literally Best what, Sicily. Yes, the place that yes. is that 80 and it's Beaver Street. Is that in Brooklyn? Beaver Street? It, no, it's in uh, the financial district called Best Sicily and it, they make everything homemade there. My and the Arancini looked like It's real it, Arancini, yeah. Right. It's so good. It's called Best Sicily. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they have food. Every, do you want to go there for lunch, Dan? Sure. Yeah, but, tell them I sent you. All right, I'm going to tell them you sent me. Yeah, because I follow them now for you because I've been craving. I've just been craving like their, you know, like when people go to a place and they're like, oh, I fell in love with the people. Like people always say that. I was like, what are you talking about? But I, then I realized, like, I would only go, I would go on vacation to, like, Hershey, Pennsylvania. I'm like, these people suck. <laughs> <laughs> but when I went but when I went to Sicily, I was like, I genuinely fell in love with the people. Even, even telling when Jazz and I got to, uh, when we landed in Palermo, you know, day one, we're having a good time. But we were kind of doing that America thing. We're like, oh, I don't even know where the light, you have to put the card in so the lights turn on. And which way do the toilets flush? And what's a bidet? And all these things, like... Fear, anxiety, fear, anxiety. And then within, and we were arguing. And then within 24 hours, just like the calmness of the city just like set us in. And we had like such a great trip. One of the nights, we didn't even do that thing. We're like, okay, we only have five days here. We have to see this, 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 and this. One of the night, one of the days we just stayed, we got to a hotel in Shaka and we saw a little bit of the city and we were like, let's just sit out on the balcony. And, and they brought us wine and food and we fell asleep at like 10 o'clock and we woke up and didn't feel like, FOMO or anything like that. We just felt like, wow, we're like, and then they, they, the, our, the, one of the tour guides when we went to the Valley de Tempe, she was like, just let Italy, just let it all come to you. Yeah. Don't for, even if you don't see everything, it's fine. It takes a few days to let the New York leave you. Yes. It really does. Like yes. when I go, like I'll be there for two weeks and like for the first three days, I'll be New Yorker. And then after that, I'm mm -hmm. like, I use slow down. And yeah. I'm going yeah. there in a week. Chris and I are both going. Really? You're going to go with them? Yeah, he's nice. going to film, film a bunch of stuff. Wow, what like a lucky job shows. you have. There it is. He comes to go with Italy yeah. and everything like that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Pimp comes with me to Buffalo. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, all right, so this is this from, uh, is this from uh, uh, the, the voicemails? I want to get some voicemails too, but this is voicemail or Patreon? Okay, so this is from our voicemail. What we told what is the number again? Do we just pull up that number quick? I just want to tell what we've been doing, Mateo, is we've been having people call in uh, each week, and you can leave a voicemail, and myself and the guest will try to answer a question or help with whatever situation the you know the the audience member has has given us because we're qualified to do that because we are comics and um, we have no other qualifications. Um, yeah, do you know? Yeah, let, we should just keep the number. We should just keep it on a post-it at the bottom of the TV. Um, okay, well, we'll get to the number. Yeah, pull up, pull, up the, uh, pull up the voicemail. Okay, here we go. Hey, Chrissy. So, okay, here we're going to play it. Here we go. Been there. Okay, hold on. All right. Oh, it's because of the Wi-Fi? All right. Here we go. So citywide, we got the Wi-Fi. It's not in the studio. The Wi-Fi is out in the city. We have no idea. But oh, you know yeah, who's it is because I just got an email from Spectrum. Yeah, the Wi-Fi is out. Thanks to Blasio. Um, they said it should be back by 12. So, so here, I'll read it. I'll read it. So, hey, Chrissy, cheated on my wife, got caught, spent the last four months trying to fix it. it she was on board with it, but I, she said she basically she needs him to move out. So I moved out, got a little place. We have four kids. Everything's cool. I think we're getting back together. Probably not. This and that, and then I come back. Now she's got a boyfriend for the past four months, but still was like, 
Oh, what I, I can't. What does he mean? But it's she, like now I'm now. now I'm decided. I don't know if I'm the side piece or he's the side piece. I don't know what to do with any of this. Do I just call it quits and co-parent and raise the kids? Do I keep trying? What would you do? Thank you. So okay. So basically, what he's saying is he cheated on his wife, got caught. He thought they were going to get back together, but now she has a boyfriend. Okay. They came back together, but now she has a but she has a boyfriend. So she's now cheating on her boyfriend with him. This okay. sounds so stressful. All right, Mateo, what do, what do you think? What, is, I, I, what, what do you think? Just become gay. That, <laughs> as is the answer to most questions, as Marcus Aurelius said 2,000 years mean, ago. I that's the easiest way out. You know what I mean? You yeah. can start a whole new life. Because in the gay community, cheating is not a big of a deal, or it is? No, it is. I've been cheated on, and it sucks, and it hurts when you have gonorrhea. That hurts. And you have to get a shot in Toronto when you're on tour of the Z's and explain to them that, hey, my asshole is bleeding. Can I please get yeah. a shot? And then they're like, okay. And then you wake Aziz up and he's like, oh my God. Yeah. So yeah. that was an experience. Dad, I what had. would you rather get? Another total knee replacement or butt gonorrhea? You really asked me that question? Butt gonorrhea, it's honestly, butt gun it's it's like once you take the antibiotics, it goes away. Yeah. Okay. So butt gonorrhea? I'll take, I'll try that. That's that's my fifth. That's my yeah, fifth. That's, yeah. that's my fifth thing. Your fifth thing is, yeah. is butt gonorrhea. Butt gonorrhea. That's it. Um, okay. So, so I think that I agree with you, Mateo. Go gay is a big option. If they don't want to go gay, which is the best choice, but if they don't, I witness think protection program. That, yes. So I think that though. What, here's the thing though. When you cheat and you break the trust like that, and you do that, there's all. Actions have consequences. So the consequence now is going to be she's going to have to get through her side of it, and that might be by putting you through some pain. Now, is that the right thing to do? No, but it's a human thing to do. And I think that you're going to have to suffer a little bit, but you're going to have to create a timeline in your head, or, or maybe it's feeling it. You don't want to suffer for too long. You don't now because you messed up have to now give your whole life to you being suffering and pain. That's well, not going to help anybody. Yeah, a lot of this could be not so much that he wants to get back together with his wife, but he wants to correct the wrong. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's guilt. Like that. It's guilt. It's feeling like if I do this, then I'll rid myself of the guilt. And it's like, you know, there's nothing wrong with just being guilty and moving on with your life and not making that mistake again. That's the thing. And I think what you have to do, sir, is, is, is you know, treat you you know a lot of people just want to go treat the symptoms like yeah, like gonorrhea like saying gonorrhea but yeah. gonorrhea i just need it to fix really it but you have to you have to look for the source of the problem why did it happen in the first place that's why i choose betterhelp.com promo code chaos 10 percent off your first month they're helping everybody out there and i would suggest that for you but i think that truly dude it's gonna hurt it's gonna suck for a little while um but you're gonna have to you're gonna you don't just take pain you don't have to just if she can't get over it which is would be totally understandable on her part then you do have to move on and be a co-parent because the last thing you want to see is this is your children the is friction. this friction between the parents yeah, the kids are the most important part of this situation yes that's the most important thing so it's yes. like you have to just build a life that is healthy for the kids and if that means you guys aren't together then you're not together right yes obviously he wasn't that happy with the relationship if he was cheating on her yes yes so it, yes you know, and, and then you're going to have to just move on and let it go, okay? As Elsa said, let it go. Let me remind you of the great poet Juan Ramon Jimenez. This is a shout-out to your, to your boyfriend, Juan Ramon Jimenez. Even though he was, he was from Spain, but he died in Puerto Rico, Juan Ramon Jimenez said, the strongest man is the one who forgets the most. 
So you're going to have to forget what she did, forget what you did, and that's where you will build strength and move on. If you can't do that, then you're going to remain weak and upset. And what you're doing right now is straddling two worlds. You, have, you haven't made a choice. You have to make a choice and either say, I'm going to commit myself back to her and give myself some time. And if she doesn't take me back, then I'll move on. Or you're going to say, I messed up. I ruined it. I'm going to take my losses. I'm going to remove, move, remove myself from the guilt and move forward for my kids. There it is. Pimp's birth control alarm just went off. <laughs> All right, do we have one more? And what's the number, Venetia? Do we have the number? We don't have the number. This is what it is. Welcome to Chrissy Chaos. I like the setup you got. This you like this? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do um we're we're going we got a couple more things coming in. Um yeah. So uh yeah, we I like it. I like the exposed brick that's not on camera, but I get to look at. Um you can do photo shoots there. Yes, like. we can. We got we got green screens and blue screens and white screens. That's nice. Yes. This looks great. Sal Volcano's hanging out. Sal Volcano's right in the back. What colors do you see when you see Sal Volcano? Uh, I see a dark purple yellow into the gray, and then Volcano's also a dark purple. So it's like a dark name. I th really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's some darkness in Sal. Find out at patreon.com slash Comedy. I'm airing the dirty laundry. <laughs> um, all right. Do we have any more, V? Do we have any more to pull up? Or is that... I mean, that's a good one. I mean, it's a nice cheater. You fucking cheater. Okay. Oh, here we go. And then here's the number, not Venetia's number. The number to, uh, yes, the number to the um, the number to the uh, chaos line is three four seven three four three 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 two one three four seven three four three 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 two one. Call myself and the guest. We'll answer some of your questions. We'll try to give you the best advice we can. Um, and yeah, is there one more voicemail that we can have, or you can't pull any of them up? What about, do you have any ones that you can read from your computer or the, because of the internet, we just can do nothing? We can do nothing and you'll like it. We could just sing Whitney Houston. I could, yeah, sing. Do you want to take us out with a song? I mean, you are, what time is <laughs> no, it? I lost my voice. I lost my voice at uh, a show the other night. How'd you, what happened? I couldn't it just hear popped myself out? on the mic. And so I was yelling and I lost my voice. Not the worst. Laryngitis? No, just literally blew it out. Right. Because if you can't hear yourself on stage, there's That's, nothing I worse. I know. Nothing worse. And I was just, oh, I was so mad. One time I had a double sinus infection. Oh, what? I had a sinus How? infection and a double ear infection. So what I meant. Oh, so I had a sinus oh. infection, a double ear infection, and I flew to a show. I think I was in Sacramento, and my eardrums burst on the plane, so I could genuinely hear nothing. So I was on stage doing my act, but I couldn't hear anything. Like, I had no, I could have been like, hey, welcome to Sacramento. I had no idea. Like, if well, I was like. they wouldn't have noticed a difference anyway. I know. In Sacramento, they would. They were like, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sacramento is. I like this guy. Like, they didn't know who you <laughs> yeah. were. Sacramento, he's like us. Sacramento does is a bit of a battleground city. When I was there, the homeless were lighting the downtown on fire. They were lighting all their garbage and stuff on fire by the river. But the people, it wasn't even like big news. They were like, the king's lost again. Um, I so, wasn't just in San Antonio, and that airport is probably the worst airport I've ever been in. Surprising thing about San Antonio, though, because I do get what you mean. Is everyone, what? Everyone, go, yes, everyone goes to Austin, and I, I get why people like Austin. But if you go to that downtown river walk just for a couple hours in San Antonio, it's not bad. Uh -huh. You disagree. Okay. The, so the shows were great. The people were great. The people are good. But what, the airport uh, was a nightmare. Where did you do? What venue did you do? The Some theater, not the Strats. The, the uh, Empire or Aztec? or no, it's in like the Tobin Center. I think it was called. Actually, I can look up and see. Yeah, because Mateo's got a lot of dates, right? 
Well, I've taken the summer off. I have one Me show. Too. I have one show this summer. I told my agent, I was like, I'm not Cher. I can't keep touring. You know You're what I mean? You're blowing your voice out. So, You're getting yeah. butt gonorrhea. I'm doing a huge tour in the fall. So like Australian tour, Chicago theater, the whole thing. Oh, Chicago theater. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. See, that's a big one. Mateo's from Chicago. He's a Chicago boy. That is, is that birth control? What do we got? You want to, is it scam likely or is it the wife? Who is it? Oh, his sister. Decline. That's it. Well, she's going to see it. Yeah. So um, she's dying. She's in a car wreck. Maybe he's like, fuck you. Um, I'm doing the win in the, in July. The win in July in Vegas, yeah. which will be hot and spicy, but the Chicago, which is great. The win is great. Um, the, the Chicago theater, that's like legendary. So the Chicago theater, it's interesting because I... I did it last year, and I had an amazing time. The people in Chicago were great. That theater is amazing. But I remember, like, we were going out to dinner. I was like, I was like, man, I was like, because you were just start. That's when I think it was last September. I did it, and that was when you were really starting to get hot, and the tickets were starting to move, whatever. And I was like, what an amazing thing it's going to be for when Mateo does this. I don't know why I thought of that. Really, oh, I swear nice. to God, I, I you were sw- so nice. You texted me out of the blue, and you were like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. I was like, well, thanks, Chris. That means a lot to yeah, me. Yeah, because, I mean, you're selling out all these places. I know how, you know, we all started from the beginning. I mean, yeah. we pretty much, maybe you started a year or two after, but we were all we're the in the open group. mic bullshit together. Yeah. So I know what it is. And I was like, oh, because th- that is, it meant a lot to me, the Chicago Theater, but I'm not from there. For right. you, I'm sure you've walked past it and you've dreamed of it and all that. So I like, pref- I've opened for Schultz there and yeah, Aziz but there. But your to, show, for, for my own, I, yeah. it, it, it will be, like, I just did the Beacon. That was a nice, yes. that, was, that was big for me, you know. But it's yeah. your like beacon, Radio City, like Chicago yeah. theater is that's the one. It's almost yeah. like more, I feel like, iconic for a Chicago comic to do Chicago theater than if you did like the United Center. Like, yeah, it's an arena, but Chicago theater is the it's place. It's so cool. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, like you see Frank Sinatra's signature on the wall. It's amazing. Liza Minnelli's. Like, yes. you know, you, you, you humbles you, Pavarotti. You're like, fuck. Like, What's these, the date for that for Chicago theater? It is September, I think, 29th. But not on sale yet. No, it's on sale. It's almost sold out. Oh, so Chicago Theater's almost sold out. So you get, the, get the tickets look, now. Let me go right now and see. Uh, yeah, it's September. September 29th. Is I did it September theater. 30th of really? last year. Look at that. Synesthesia. So I'm, do, yeah, I'm doing a bunch of dates, a bunch of big theaters in the fall. It's the I'm best. Doing Australia, European tour, um, Chicago, Denver. You know, a bunch of Boston. Good. We're on our like fifth Wilbur show. Yes, the Wilbur's the best place. And then, and then, and then, which your special? Where's your special? So out? my special yeah. is out um, June 11th. So this is probably out after, right? Pim? Yes. Yeah, you- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll- so it's out. It's on YouTube. Just go. It's called Hair Plugs and Heartache. <laughs> I wanted to call Mateo Lane. Netflix said no, but everyone shot that down. But I still think it's funny. So do it. Do the if the if do it the next time then. If if you don't get on Netflix, do it. I'm done, I'm done with them. Um, right, but yeah, it's we hair plugs and heartache. And uh, is there merch for that? I'd love to buy. I'd buy a shirt. I have merch on my website, MateoLaneComedy.com, and uh, it's fun. I drew myself on my own shirt. You drew your face on your own shirt. Yeah, I yeah, buy yeah. that. It's I cute. buy that for a dollar. I'll give Robocop. you some. I'll send you some. I'll send you some. <laughs> okay. Oh, you will. Thank you. Care yeah. package. And yeah, we're gonna please, give you some merch. Please watch it. I worked really hard on it, and it was uh, a really. It was. You know what I did? That I've never done before. We did. You know, you do two tapings when you sure. do comedy shows and stuff. Or a specials, and the first taping, I was nervous, and I was ta- I was definitely talking too fast, and um, I, I didn't like my performance, and you know everyone comes up to you, great job, blah blah. I'm like, no, and the only person who was honest with me was Liz, Liz Furiati, at, at the, the seller, yeah. came up to me, she goes, what an Italian 
the fuck are you doing? You're talking way too goddamn fast. I timed you. Your first eight minutes, you are talking like a fucking chipmunk. You better slow down. And I was like, thank you. Yes. And then the second show before I went on, I had an amazing show. It was like, we'll only did, use it. Did you film one. it in, in Village At Underground? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I get it. And it's an amazing place. But yeah. um, I, I said a thank you to my jokes before I went on stage. And I've never done that. I'm not right. that kind of person. But I said, you know what? These jokes have paid for my hair they paid for my apartment they paid for my trips they paid testosterone for vacations. therapy <laughs> oh you want testosterone i'm not on testosterone Whoa. but yeah. now i am right uh you know i i was like giving thanks to these jokes that have been with me for the past like two and a half years well and that's that, i mean it's been two years now my career's changed well so. that's the thing is like and that's why we have these gratuity checks that's why when i texted you I meant it because it's like if you if you sit for a moment, even if you just do it once or twice a week or once a month, whatever you can. But if you really come, if you really say to yourself, like, talk to five years ago, you talk to ten years ago, oh you God. talk to that person two years ago, two me. years ago, you you'll be like, I you already have more than you already have it. You already yeah. have enough. Yeah. You know, like you had like the thing is, oh, what are you going to make it? It's like you have you have all that right. you want. You have everything. Already. My friend Trana Wintour, she's a comic in Montreal and I love her. If you don't know her, look her up. She said to me years ago, like 10 years ago in Montreal, she was like, you know what? I, I'm so American comics. You guys are just so like, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? She's like, you know, to me, when you're paying for your for your rent with your jokes, You've made it. Yeah. And I was like, that is such a great way to think about yeah, it. Yeah, well, she's poor and Canadian. She, um, <laughs> no, no. no, she almost won uh, Quebec uh, no, I'm uh, Big Brother. I've heard of her. She's 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 great. And and that is, and, you know, it's interesting that that Canadian, uh, you know, she said Canadian, but when I went to England and I was uh, got, got to meet some great comics out there, and um, they said, you know, I had added shows in every city I was doing. And I was like, you know, this is a good thing, right? Adding, whatever. And they were like, and I, and I don't do this anymore. Because, again, fundamental. When I go to these other countries, like something, something like when you come out of America, like I love America and I, you know, I'm so proud to be an American. I love the things that we take. But sometimes when you leave it, you're like, oh, wait, here are some of the problems, though. So when, when I was there in England... They were like, why are you adding shows? One of the comments like, why are you adding shows in every city? I was like, oh, because they sold out, make more money. They were like, yeah, but now you're taking time. No dinners with us, no beers after the show, you know, kind of in the green room, stressed out. And I was like, I don't know. I don't agree with that necessarily. But I think this is, we've been, you think we've been like going in the trenches of open mics and shitty bar shows and casting directors and bookers saying no so that when I, I can have a beer in England, like right now <laughs> I'm going to do my shows because I actually enjoy, like this one guy said to me in France, this is like a couple months ago. And he was like, we were like, you know, flirting or whatever, but now I have a boyfriend and uh, sorry, he was like, Oh, I can't wait for you to come to France. I said, Oh yeah, it should be like fun. We have added like four shows. And he was like, he's like, well, we're going to go out and get drunk. And I go, no. I said, I'm. Yeah. I have shows. I said, I, I really care about them. He goes, you can't come to France and not get drunk and party. And I said, I don't know how to explain this to you, yeah. but I'm currently living my dream. Yes. Why would I do that? Because to get drunk in Paris, I can get drunk in Paris at yeah. any time. Yeah. When am I going to have sold out shows in a theater in Paris? Yeah. Like, you're like, you're like, listen, Gad Elmaleh. Just so I get what they're saying. It's like, come on, you won't have a point afterwards. You won't talk. You won't be your friends, right? Hello. But it's like, 
Nah, yeah, I can, but also okay. I, so that's so. So you feel good, like you. It's not a chore to you, like to do the second I don't show. Feel, You're looking. That's where you want to be. I love doing stand up. Okay. I, I don't. I, you know, people are like, oh, well, what about acting and this and that? people sort of look at stand up like it was my second, third, fourth choice. Well, because you're so talented, that's why I know, people but, don't mean that. But that but, way. I, but you know, like people will say, like I remember I was offered a TV show and I got a call and it was a great TV show and a great role, but it was uh, you know be on Netflix and but I would have had to cancel four months of touring and that's when i just started selling tickets right and you know people were saying but it's a good look and netflix with it and i'm like i don't know if you guys understand but like i actually respect stand-up the most right. so to me it's more important to me to do this because this is what i want to do than give it all up because i can act for so i just, just right. that world is sort of out of my head i also said this in uh our video chris about the beacon where i was saying like once you get rid of like casting directors yeah. and bookers and all now that we have like freedom we do things ourselves comics are so supportive of one another yes once sure. we take once we're not pitted against each other it's like oh yeah like like that text from you to me probably yeah. wouldn't have happened in the 80s well Maybe, but it would have been a different text. I would have called you on a payphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, 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 yeah, because I think that, you know, you do, we do things like for me, it's like not about, um, like if, if I, if I, if you got something from, like I wouldn't be so protective over like, oh, I hope nobody else founds, finds out this little secret that I found out about comedy. Now it's like, well, you should just give it. Like Schultz gives it, just, just like give it gives, away. It's he, like I I call Andrew. Speaking of which, I have okay, plenty of time. I yes. called Andrew two years ago. Do not ago. piss off Andrew Schultz. No, I, he is I, the key. <laughs> I I was literally not to sound so verbose over here, so I'm sorry, but uh, I I had um, HBO said no to me. They said I wasn't unique enough. Netflix said no to me. They said I'm not. Uh, relatable to their audience. So I had nowhere to take this hour that I'd been working. I'd sent them like five different versions yes. of my hour, trying so hard to put a narrative and do the thing and make it so that like yeah. have my queer trauma and all this yeah. stuff that they expect you to do. And uh, a TV show I wrote with these two writers, everyone said no. Auditions, everyone said no. I could not. I had sold 21 tickets in Miami and they canceled the shows. I mean, it was humiliated. And I remember I called Schultz. I texted him. I said, can you talk? And he was like, what time tomorrow are you free? I said, anytime. He goes, okay, I'll call you. He talked to me for three hours. Yeah, I believe it. Three hours. And you know It was what? recorded. We heard it on his Patreon. Was <laughs> 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 That's true. It was his next special, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but I can't tell you, like, and I always thank him because he literally changed my life. He said, yeah. he told me everything to do. Take your hour. Cut it up. Yep. Put captions on it. I'll show you how to do it. But also, you know, and not to quote RuPaul, but when someone hands puts their hand out, you have to hand put your hand back. Yes. So everything Andrew told me to do, I did because yeah. he took the time out to tell me what I could do to make my life for myself. Right. And it changed literally like in a year, yeah. I went from like I don't know, one hundred and fifty thousand followers yeah. to a million. A mi yeah, yeah. I think and 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 it, it's all because it came from the right spirit. Like I think that there's something I forgot who said this. I would imagine it's one of these Roman thinkers, Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle. It's probably an Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius, one of these guys. But they said. Forget about the third thing. And I heard this a few months ago, and I've been, it's, it's really like a blessing. And what they mean by that is, you know, you do the deed, like whatever it is, your, let's say your comedy, you do it. You give, pass on your knowledge of whatever you have to someone else. And then the third thing would be, well, now I need credit for it. You forget about the third yeah. thing. You don't need the credit That's or right. deserve the money. Like you don't need it. It's not right. about that. Right. It's so I, but we forget about the third thing. That's why, you know, for, for me, when I see peers do well, I'm just like, even if see like the thing is like even if somebody you know 
stole something from you, stole a joke from you or whatever. It's like, well, then let you've stolen a lot of my jokes. Exactly. That's all Anal, I know. Douching. Yes. Gay, yeah, that's what I do. Well, I did rough. shows in Italy. I just translated your material <laughs> into Italian. And Buongiorno, io sono gay. Allora. Yeah. Eh. Do you know that I literally, and I'm not even kidding, I'm not even making this up because I'm just such a dumb asshole American. I was saying for probably three days because in my mind I was saying buongiorno, but to, out loud I was saying DiGiorno. I was going up to them and like, DiGiorno. And they were like, buongiorno. And I was like, DiGiorno. And I, I did that. I did that for like, you know, you walked over to say, you're like, of the day? Yes, yes. Of the day? DiGiorno. The They're day. like, is that guy, is he saying he's frozen pizza? <laughs> it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno's. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, all right, Mateo. Mateo, I love you, Chris. Thank I love you so you, much babe. for having me on. Thank you. Go watch the special. It's on YouTube right now. Hair plugs and, and heartache and heartache. Hair plugs and heartache. Um, go, go get it. Go get uh, tickets for him. He's sold out almost everywhere. But if you, if you act right now, MateoLaneComedy.com. Go, go get those ticky wickies, everyone. And you bitches need to stop getting plastic surgery. You look like the duck on Mateo's shirt. I just got filler. <laughs> <laughs>